Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your cause. Hello, Edwin. Hey, Andrew. It's Thursday. It is. We're talking about Psalm 35. We are. It's a little bit of a long psalm, though, so we haven't read the whole psalm on every. Uh, episode this week, we're just kind of taking sections. How about we do the second section, the second prayer section of this psalm? Sounds good. Go for it. All right. So I'm looking at Psalm 35. I have got the children, International Children's that's, that's what I got, the International Children's Bible here. And we're going to pick up at verse 11, Psalm 35, 11 through 18. Men without mercy stand up to testify. They ask me things I do not know. They repay me with evil for the good I have done. They make me very sad. Yet when they were sick, I put on rough cloth to show my sadness. I showed my sorrow by going without food, but my prayers were not answered. I acted as if they were my friends or brothers. I bowed in sadness as if I were crying for my mother. But when I was in trouble, they gathered and laughed. They gathered to attack before I knew it. They insulted me without stopping. They made fun of me and were cruel to me. They ground their teeth at me in anger. Lord, how long will you watch this happen? Save my life from their attacks. Save me from these people who are like lions. I will praise you in the great meeting. I will praise you among crowds of people. What a powerful section. It is. There's certainly, uh, in that International Children's Bible, the New Century Version, there, there's certainly some smoothing, smoothing things smoothing out. some edges over, isn't there? Yeah, smoothing some things out and making it more clear. There, there are actually some difficult verses in here to translate, I understand. Yeah. And so that, that's the kind of thing that happens when the Hebrew gets a little bit dicey for us, even for those who are scholars at it. Go the, ahead. I was just going to say, the choices made here, though— uh, make it sound like part of the case David pleads was that I was there for them in, yes. in their hours of need, uh, and now they are besetting me. You know, they they've turned on me. I think which I don't important. get that flavor as much in some of these others. Mm, I, well, I don't know. You know, verse thirteen in the English Standard Version: When they were sick, I wore sackcloth. I afflicted myself with fasting. I prayed with head bowed on my chest. I went about as though I grieved for my friend or my brother, as one who laments his mother. I bowed down in mourning. Right, there you go. Uh, but but what they did is they stumbled. In fact, I think that's one of the fascinating things. We didn't mention this yesterday in our conversation about imprecation. But you know, imprecation is not about hating people. That's a really good point to make. Really good point to Im- make. Imprecation is not, here are these people I don't like, and so now let me ask God to curse them. These were people that David loved, yeah. which is what made this so painful, which is probably one of the reasons it elicited these kinds of emotions that he had to take to God in prayer. Had it been people he didn't care about, it probably would have been like, well, look, I mean, what do I expect from those people? Of course I expect them to act this way. These were people he loved. And and even the imprecation is not, well, well, God, I've loved them, so teach me to hate them now. No. He, he didn't ask for that. No, 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 no. Th- this is, again, a recognition of while we want 
repentance and salvation and deliverance while we love people, we are also recognizing that those who refuse to repent Mm -hmm. will experience the Lord's justice and judgment. And there is a point at which we must allow God to be God and, and be thankful that God is God and submit to what it is that God does to rebellious and penitent people, even ones that we love. Well, and to this point, when we were talking about in our first conversation this week, kind of rooting this psalm in the experience David had with Saul uh, and maybe Nabal also, what a vivid imagery of doing good for people than to be with them in their time of sickness or their time of need, right? And then to be repaid evil. And David was a faithful servant to Saul. And David had been very faithful to Nabal and helping out all his people, uh, only to be mistreated in such ways. I, I'm thinking about putting this again in David's real life. And I do see a distinction between the, da- the way David reacted to Saul and the way David reacted to Nabal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when Nabal was judged, David does it's thanksgiving it's look the lord has brought the evil on his (laughs) own head Mm -hmm. i'm glad i gave way for god god did what he said and there does seem to be some happiness and joy on david's part that god did bring that justice about well what could be a happier into a story than a wedding (laughs) well he got to marry (laughs) abigail (laughs) he marries abigail however when saul is killed David does not rejoice. No, David is not. So here is this one where David, I think, does pray these kinds of prayers. Contend with the one who's contending with me. Fight mm-hmm. the one who's fighting against me. Mm-hmm. And when God does do it, while he praises God and thanks God for the deliverance, while he praises God and thanks God for bringing him into the kingdom, he's not sitting there excited for the judgment that had to come upon Saul to make no. that happen. No, not at all. He's not, not pleased about that. But so one of the things we're noticing today is structural. We've mm-hmm. talked a lot about imprecation, but as we break this psalm down, we've alluded to it a couple of times, three sections. What are the three sections? How, how's that marked off? Well, it does seem that Psalm 35 has three prayers, and you can see the distinction because they each end similarly. Okay. So the first prayer is verses 1 through 10. Okay. The second one is verses 11 through 18, and the third one is verses 19 through 28. What we find in each one of these is there's the lament, there's the request, there's calling God to action, telling God, here's what's going on, please do something about this, and each one ends with rejoicing. So here's verses 9 and 10. Then my soul will rejoice in the Lord, exulting in his salvation. All my bones shall say, O Lord, who is like you, delivering the poor from him who is too strong for him, the poor and needy from him who robs him. Mm -hmm. Then verse 18, I will thank you in the great congregation, in the mighty throng, I will praise you. Then verse 28, then my tongue shall tell of your righteousness and of your praise all the day long. In fact, maybe I should back up and read verse 27 as a part of that one. Let those who delight in my righteousness sout for joy and be glad and say evermore, great is the Lord who delights in the welfare of his servant. Then my tongue shall tell of your righteousness and of your praise all the day long. All three of them end in praise and rejoicing and thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And I see we have it both 
singularly about about David or about the psalmist, I am going to say this, but by the end of the psalm, he's actually inviting all of the people uh, to to praise God and, and, and to rejoice in this deliverance, in this imprecation, I guess. When I when I just read the praise and thanksgiving verses of this psalm, I see a progression. Okay. As you pointed out, the very first one is, here's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. When you do these things, my soul will rejoice in the Lord. Yeah, then at yeah. the end of the second section, the one we read today, I will thank you, but this time it's not just me by myself. I will thank you in the congregation, in the mm-hmm. mighty throng, I will praise you. So now here's the psalmist praising God, but there are other people around him to witness his praise and his thanksgiving. Then we get to verses 27 and 28, and now it's not just the psalmist praising and other people there to witness it. It's I am now calling them to praise with me, to rejoice yes. with me in this deliverance from God. And so there is a progression from from me to me in front of you, to me calling you to do this with me. This is too good not to share. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. I, I'm just thinking, even as we're sitting here, you and I received a, a text message from a friend yeah. who who had a wonderful Bible study, and he was just amazed at at the the working of God in this Bible study and how how God's word worked. In, in the person that he was talking to. And so he sends us a text about yeah, it. And his yeah. and his final words in the text were, this was just too good not to share. Yeah, yeah. I, I had yeah. to share it with somebody. Yeah. I needed somebody else to be rejoicing along with me. Yes. That's the progression we are seeing in this psalm. I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to rejoice where others see me rejoice. But this is too good not to share. Mm-hmm. I'm going to rejoice and get others to rejoice along with me. Rejoice, rejoice again, I say rejoice. That's what we see in this psalm. So I think one of the challenges of the psalm then is, and you're right, rejoice, rejoice, rejoice three times over. I get that. I see the expansion too from myself to the assembly to let's all praise and rejoice together. But how do we rejoice? How do we continue in thanksgiving in this time of waiting? Because the tension is also in this psalm Mm -hmm. where David is praying, Lord, how long? Verse 17, how long will you look on? Rescue me from their destructions, my precious life from the lions. And so there's these grievances, there's this hardship, there's danger, perhaps. Lord, I need you to act. I need you to intervene. Um, but you haven't yet. <laughs> so when I see these questions in the Psalms now, I guess just from some of the things we've seen as these Psalms seem to connect with one another, when I have the how long question come up, I start looking at the Psalms that were before it okay, and, and start thinking, okay, how long have we had requests for deliverance, and it hasn't quite come. Now, yeah. the reality is in Psalm 34, we, we find deliverance. Psalm 34 was that fascinating psalm where it's it's that time when David goes and plays the fool, but right. God delivers him anyway. So right, it's kind right. of an amazing thing. I go back to Psalm 33, though, and remember that was the one with the twist. That was the one where it was praise, 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 praise. As far as we can tell, deliverance has already happened. The victory has come, and we're just praising, we're thanking God. It's not until the last couple of verses we realize, oh, wait a minute. This is... We're waiting this is actually still going on. And here are people that are in a place that even though the battle is still going on, even though the storm is still raging, they are able to praise and honor God. Then we have this intervening psalm, Psalm 34, which talks about deliverance, even when David is 
being foolish and he mm-hmm. gets delivered anyway. And in the midst of that, there's, I'm going to teach you how to fear. I'm going to teach you how to be the kind of person you need to be. Yeah. A lesson learned. And, and be the person who gets long life and be the person who gets the deliverance. Be that person. Don't be the person who gets judged. Right. Then we come to this Psalm where, okay, I've been that person. I'm being that person. You haven't delivered yet. Why haven't you delivered? And so this one, unlike Psalm 33, where there's all the joy even while the storm is going on, now we've got the lament. Mm. And so it's it's like we see both sides of where Christians, where saints can end up being. There's there's that time when even though it's really bad, I, I can I, I have the joy mm-hmm. that leads me to rejoice and 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 I can I'm just gonna sit here and while I'm waiting, I'm just gonna worship and I'm gonna praise. But then there's these other times where, okay, this has gone on and I'm starting to struggle. It's hard for me to pull the joy and the rejoicing out and bring it up to the top. And so we've got the lament. We've got the lament. We, right. But you know what? I know God's going to do this. And and when he does, I am going to praise and I am going to joy and I am going to rejoice. But, but, oh, it's really hard. I'm struggling. Lord, I need you to do what you've said you're going to do. I've been fearing you. I've been obeying you. I have sought peace and pursued it. And you haven't done anything about that yet. But you know what? I believe you are. So I'm going to rejoice. And and we we find that. So, hey, those so, are two different places we find ourselves, and here are psalms that cover both of them. So, so even an imprecatory psalm is an expression of faith, of trusting in God. It's I, not. It's not a lack of faith. It's not that I've got to the end of the rope and I can't really be a godly person right now. I gotta. I gotta lash out in some way. It's an expression of faith. God, I need you to be God and to deliver me. I need you to be God. I need you to deliver me. I need you to practice your justice as you have promised to practice your Mm -hmm. justice against those who will not repent of their rebellion and -hmm. their attack on your people. And the joy in this psalm is the faith that even in the middle of this, I believe you're going to do what you said. Yeah. And I am going to rejoice because of that faith. And I guess I went the long way around the barn to get in the door. I guess your question really was, how do I have that joy and that rejoicing even in the middle of this it's faith it's faith i believe i want god to be who god is and i believe god will be who Mm -hmm. he is and so even in these dark moments i I can i can bring the rejoicing up to the top Mm -hmm. amen we're so glad that you joined us today looking at psalm 35 one more conversation on the psalm be back tomorrow Hmm. i wonder what we're going to find in the psalm tomorrow well, on Fridays, we, we our regular listeners know. Our regular listeners know, and they're <laughs> excited for it. Edwin, why don't you close us out with a word of prayer? Holy God, you are wondrous and awesome. And while we all, and we know you want it as well, we want everyone around us to repent and avoid death and come to life. But Lord, for those who refuse, for those who continue in rebellion, who continue to attack your people, we do ask for your judgment. We understand that that is the right thing and it's really what they've asked for and lord we pray though that you will help us to love those who are around us help us to get the message of your gospel to them so that fewer and fewer people will experience that judgment and lord when we see you act in your way delivering your people bringing vengeance upon your enemies we will rejoice we will sing praises to your name as we do even today. And it's through your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. 
You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.